Hello, Bondapart listeners, it's Rebecca. Would you like to see a little film I made about emerald spectacles or read why Beatrice would like to find some bally snakeskin shoes? Maybe you're interested in hearing us talk about things we've seen or thought or heard, like our discussion of a recent event about early 20th century Parisian jewellery. Or perhaps you'd just like to ask us a whole bunch of questions about fashion. The way to access more brilliant Bondapart content and find out the answers to all of the above is to subscribe to support our podcast on Patreon. Help us to fund the creation of our weekly episodes and benefit from a whole range of exciting extras. So listen to the podcast, follow us on Instagram, and please go to patreon.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm. I'm a. I'm a tad stressed because I have oh. to. I have to buy a birthday present, and I. I can't think of anything. Oh no! Mm, Give yeah. me the details, and I will help you. Well, I. I don't know. It's really tricky. It's really. It's for Joachim, and he really mm. likes his clothes, but he's very particular about them. So I wonder: shall I go there, or shall I try something else? So I think I'll just have to walk around. I have to have a little wander around here, and then hopefully I'll find something. Does he? Does he like bags? bags that's an interesting idea he he, he does well just because I got a really cool I think it is actually a cyclist bag but it's like a nice backpack but a very flat one from Rains. you know the I think it's Swedish maybe it's Scandinavian anyway raincoat company and I got one for Adrian and it's like brightest neon orange and because it's made by them, it's waterproof. Oh, that so sounds good. very good. I will have a look into that. Thank you. No, just that's good because I don't know about you, but because I don't use leather, I do have bags that are pretend leather, which are waterproof. But I do get caught sometimes where if it's raining, my bag gets soaked and everything in it gets soaked. Yeah, no, that's a really good idea. And and. Even that's the other thing that always happens when I look for presents, then I find stuff for myself. I'm not thinking, hmm, <laughs> I could do with a bag like that. That would be very good. Well, I mean, for either of you, really. Yeah. Or you could have matchy, matchy couple ones. Yeah, that's true. We could. We could. I'm not sure I'd recommend that for you, but you can consider it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's a really brilliant idea. Problem solved. Well, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. know you. how much I like thinking of presents. Yes, I, I know that. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Well, I feel like we've done a day's work Yeah, now. actually, we have. We have. But I still want to talk to you about the film. Oh, my God, the film. The film. I'm so good. So I'm so good. I'm so good, bitches. Yeah. But I'm more than that. I'm glad. That Fruji, my my brilliant former student, sent me the link. Yeah. Uh, because I had never heard of the Love Witch. How had we not heard of this? I film? know. I know. Everyone should hear of this film. It's it's quite incredible. It's brilliant, yeah. and I just love the director as well. Well, she's not just the director; she's the everything of the film. That is absolutely incredible. That she also did the music, she composed the lyrics. How, how is this even possible? Yeah. 
and the costume and yeah. all made the props with her own hands. Did a rug actually made a rug that blew my mind. Yeah, me mine too. Mine too. Yeah. So Annabella is our new hero. Yeah, definitely. She's amazing, mm. and this film. I mean, oh my god. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, everything. It actually is really hard to start. Well, one could start at the start, which is just... Well, I was going to say let's start at the beginning because yeah. that opening sequence is incredible. Oh, it's so good. I mean, the makeup is just... The makeup blew my mind. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I just I feel I want sort of pink blush now every day. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm. Like really, really pinky pink and coral lipstick. Mm. And I loved the way... It was so 60s, but it wasn't at the same time. Because, like, I love the intensity of the pigment of, like, either blue or mauve or whatever color eyeshadow she had with those, like, thick black lashes and the And liner. the eyeliner. Mm. But I really like, did you notice? I don't know if it was just, like, the way the light reflected. But usually with, I think, with, with 60s makeup, you'd have white eyeliner on the inner lid mm. but it was matched it matched the blue of the eye eyeshadow oh, which I didn't really changed it and oh my god so beautiful and also like you could tell it was it was now because there was like a shimmer because I, I always think of of 60s makeup as very very matte and powdery looking mm. but there was like a shimmer to the thing and also like how dewy her cheeks were oh with god the yeah Incredible. and the slight shine shimmer shine to the coral lips Amazing. i mean the lips looked like there must have been quite a few layers to have that effect yes it was, yeah essentially i want whoever did that makeup to come and do my makeup yeah no it was it was amazing yes and her and her long black hair and i love the way later in the film she takes off her long black wig and underneath, she has long black hair. Yeah, I love that because, yeah, I really love that. That you see it is actually not, partly not her, her real hair. I thought that was yes. really great. Yeah, that it that it's just magnifying what's there already. It's so good. Yeah. And, and that first shot is, shot is so Hitchcock and brilliant because it reminded me, didn't we go together to that amazing Laura Mulvey talk at the yes. BFI mm. where she talked about, like Hitchcock blondes and she showed those um back project projection of of like Tippy Hedron and 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 they're so amazing and I loved how Laura I mean Laura Mulvey we love you and Laura Mulvey talked about how she feels in the Hitchcock films it's like so it's kind of disrupting your viewing almost but in a good way that you're kind of in the outdoors so it all seems real and natural but then you're reminded it's not by the back projection mm. that you're kind of taken out of it but you're not yeah and it was interesting did you listen to the podcast as, I as, did yeah and it oh, was so word. interesting how she said that she's sort of really obsessed with lighting and she wants yeah I, I read I love that she said in one interview Annabella that is she said she wants the women to look maximally glamorous I thought that was so good I mean mm. I just like I she is just like my icon Annabella now like I just want her to just tell me everything every thought she's ever had mm. because it all seems good as far as I can tell yeah maximally glamorous maximally glamorous and she's she said you know about the back um 
what is it called again? What you projection. Just, yeah, back projection. She said you can't light a person that well if they're really yes. in a car. So, yeah. um, or it's quite dangerous. <laughs> yeah, because Adrian was saying as well that, that you then get like the wind in their face and their hair goes everywhere. It might get bits flying into their face and stuff. That's true. So, it's, so I really, no, I really loved the way, you know, that she wanted to com- create this kind of complete realm of female fantasy and desire and glamour and gorgeousness and how like men will go and see it you know because there's a bit of partial nudity and there's beautiful women and la 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 and it's a horror kind of spoof but but there's so much it's so visually rich I mean it's basically made for us Mm. yeah the tea room (laughs) bitches yeah the tea room yeah it's just this idea to dress yourself to to not to fit or blend in with your surroundings no. that's not the right word. to enhance maybe to enhance your surroundings enhance. yeah mm. that was amazing because in the podcast she said that she starts with the sets yeah the sets are, and she does the sets of course she does yes the sets. she does everything and they're so well observed like every you can really appreciate every detail because i love the way so she drives down the coast. She's in her red car. She has her red coat on. She has her red dress. She has her red luggage. Yes. She has her red shoes. It's marvellous. But then you see a hint of that. I love the insane neon rainbow linings that she has in yeah. everything. And how later on she's wearing the same outfit, essentially, but all black. All black but yeah. the dress and the coat have that neon rainbow lining. Mm. And it's the neon rainbow that sends the men wild. Yes. You know, when they see that, it just sends them wild. Yeah. It's amazing. But I like it then when she gets at the house. So she, so we know she's had all this past and her previous boyfriend died in mysterious circumstances. Yeah. And she's had all this trauma. So I thought it was really good that it, it's very kind of, it's so heightened. But at the same time, it's, it's coming out of realness. Mm. So you have this sense that she's someone who's been in a bad relationship and been traumatized by it and now is trying to recover and she's used witchcraft as part of her recovery Mm. or learning about which yeah and she does i like that that she has a few speeches you know where she sort of lays out and that she does say that. yeah the voiceovers are really good Mm. and then yeah the house which seems to be a cross between the psycho house and the adams family yeah that she lives in and then the, the brilliant <gasps> that purple flock wallpaper yeah and the paintings amazing. the paintings the, the painting yeah and i love her smock i love the smock that she oh always wears oh my god that smock so good but also i love that instead of neck curtains it's kind of slightly shimmery glittery blue neck curtains ah i didn't notice that i like that a yeah. lot and yes, the the artist smock that's kind of a sixties caftany kind of, or like a hippie kind of blue top that's got very artful dots of paint on yeah. it, but then it's over her vavavoom outfits. And the contrast between her and the and the woman who shows her into the flat is so funny. Yeah, Trish. Because hasn't she got like a pink, peachy pink nylon? She pant? wears yeah, she wears pants predominantly yes i'm not sure why i'm saying pants trousers and yeah she looks quite contained i guess always i think she wears waistcoats a few times or just everything is sort of held in well it's like kind of feminized menswear yeah yeah i guess isn't Mm. it and and it's so good because it's kind of expressing her you know 
we shouldn't do what men want, but then Elaine, the witch, is, we must do everything men want. Yeah. And the tea room is just, oh, my God. It's like Valley of the Dolls plus Stepford Wives plus every Laura Ashley catalogue. Yeah. With harpist. The harpist. And the harpist songs are so good because I realise at one point she's just singing, you know, with a you know, with a wonderful trolley lolly la or something. It's like really brilliant what she's singing. Mm. And I like how synthet how deliberately synthetic the harpist wig is. Yeah. It's like the most nylon looks like it could spontaneously combust peroxide blonde wig. It's mm. so good. And just the whole thing where they're all in it's like a Victorian themed ladies tea room where they're all in like lacy victoriana and oversized hat like those 70s wide brimmed summer hats with enormous artificial flowers, flowers. On them. just fabulous and and the tea set exactly i was just gonna oh say God, yeah because i had a tea set like that a mini one when i was little and i was thinking oh it had the little rosebuds on i think later on Trish comes to her house mm. and she has just baked a cake, she says, and it's yes. this fabulous pink concoction. I know, and she's now got one of those teapots like in yes. the tea room. Mm. So it's like she's recreating. And yeah, it has like perfect baby pink frosting, doesn't it? Yes. No, it's really, it's it's such a delight. And I feel like you could watch it six more times and Definitely. find more details every time and I really love the way you think you're in a 60s vintage spoof or not spoof I keep saying spoof but that isn't the right word no and and she, she evocation evocation that's a good word because Anna Billa she says also in one interview that people say she's doing pastiche or parody but that's not she it's says not, that's not what no. I'm doing no because it's really the moment that you know you're not if you're looking because she's got a vintage car. Not that I know anything about cars, but it seems like she has a vintage car. And the first, the man who she seduces by just looking at him, yes. because obviously he's got a vintage car. But then you can see the other cars are. Yeah. And then when she undresses, she's wearing a very nice thong in the same yes. color as her skin. So that's you immediately you're not in that realm. So like her underwear tells you where you are mm. but I think it's really brilliant the way you only really get an incursion of very 21st century really really towards the end when Trish gets her mobile phone out mm. and I love that because it's like it reminds you that because it's it's so sort of kind of awful but fascinating and true how Elaine thinks you have to do everything the man wants but mm. then at the same time is disappointed that and also she seems to want, you know, a sort of male archetype. And then mm. if they go all, you know, soppy and vulnerable and emotional, she she doesn't like that either. No. And and so by the phone coming out, it's like it reminds you, no, we're now. And mm. people still behave like this and think like this and try and inculcate this into women and men. Yeah. And what did you make of the, the wedding sequence out <laughs> Uh, I just that it's just so so fantastic um I loved well first of all I loved the casting as well I think the men yes. you know the particularly yeah, the yeah. policeman to have this sort of who's who's that person again who makes the arrow collar he's like an arrow collar oh man. yes yeah yeah he but is but so exact. I mean you, you couldn't 
create anything more you know perfect and um that that it is someone someone like that and i mean just the whole sequence when they're on their white horses in these <sighs> riding outfits and with these beautiful crisp white shirts you know yes, even after yes. riding around for a little while they're just you know still of white course. and perfect. immaculate and then i love when they they get dressed in these these sort of medievally outfits and, and they get undressed and they they both laugh yes. and giggle and yeah it's just and then I loved when she's wearing I don't know what how you would call that dress a white long dress and he's wearing this sort of medievally outfit with medievally shoes but she still wears did you notice that she wears sort of 70s ish yes. heeled <laughs> shoes with her medieval outfit so I thought that was fantastic as well i know it's so good and it references Podon, which i've never seen no. but we must now watch yeah no we we definitely must watch no it's so good that whole scene because the way they're doing like over the top laughing and joyfulness at all of it and it's so mad the way they're meant to have just come across this sort of renaissance fair in the middle of their ride yes and it just happens to be all her her witch friends yes and i i loved I just loved the song. I I wrote down the last um, lines. What uh, was it? We sip of goblets full of joy, but when love dies, all love it does destroy. I think that's so good. That's I, so I must good. print that out and put that on. Yeah, my I think board. we need it's, that on t-shirts. Yeah, and it's and everything else. It's so good. And and also in the credits, they the person who made the jester puppet is credited, which I also think oh, I love so jester good. puppets. And I just well, of course you do. You needed one when yeah. you were dressing up as a clown. Yeah, wow. I saw. So you can so... commission them to make one for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! No, it's so good. There's so many things. It's just the there's detail. just so many things. No, I I made notes because I was just so entranced by all of it. Like I loved early on in the first bit we were talking about where where she's she's driving. I love it when she says, "They say I'm cured now, but I still have intrusive thoughts." Cut to a scene of you know strange witch S and M kind of ritual, yes. and then cut back to her in a car. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, at the bar, the bar where. Oh my God, the bar and the burlesque dancers, mm. and the two two young women, Star and Moon. I love oh, their dance, their dance, their and dance their was outfits. So good. It was so bad and so mm. good, and I yes, and the way they'd got like. It looked like they'd got their gym outfits on for, yes. you know, because we used to, at my school, an all-girls school, we used to have the junior at home and the senior at home. And this was where, you know, people could do little performances and and sing or whatever, and they could invite their mothers to come and watch. Yes, it does sound like it was the 50s, <laughs> but I wasn't actually at school. <laughs> and it really reminded me of, like, the junior at home. I don't wish to suggest we were all burlesque dancers. We were not. But just the way they'd got their, their gold leotards on and it was so homemade. Looking. Yes. And the way they were sort of doing dance moves, but they were a bit awkward. Yes. And then also that someone says that they're really bad. Yes. Yes. So good. I, I uh, it's so, so good. I, it's just amazing. And I love it when... Um, Elaine is making her potions and she's got her her artist smock so she's very talented you yes. know she's making she's art artist she then goes and makes these potions and lotions and candles which she sells to the local 
apothecary. Yeah. And I love it when she's got those the yellow kind gloves. Of mega giant. Yes. yes. And they're so big and they're so crinkly and they go all the way up to her elbow and have like elasticated cuffs. Yeah. I mean, they're brilliant. She can barely pick things up, up because yes. they're so cumbersome, but they're clearly needed when you're doing that kind of. And that she has a proper cauldron. Well, of course Several, she does. She's not yeah. going to have yeah. some, you know, stupid like a pot. toy one. Yeah. But I wanted yeah. to ask you something. Annabella mm. says something that I didn't understand. So she oh, says um, that um, the main actress was very good at the externalized acting of the old movie divas. And I, I wonder what, what that means, the externalized acting. Is it that it's not natural? Maybe it's that it's all on the surface. Mm. So it's not just like a shot where they look and you have to guess what's going on behind their eyes, but it's outside. I don't know. I'll ask Adrian. Yeah. I thought he's our expert on yeah, acting. I thought that. Sounded yeah, no, really that is very and and it was so good in the podcast. It was so fascinating when she said that she loves like films from the from the classical Hollywood period, but then it it all gets too male focused and it's all about what the men want and it's not like a mixture between strong women and strong men. It's it's all sort of well, that's externalized male desires. Yes, you know, and that women that she wanted to make a film that was a woman killing a man because he doesn't fulfill her desires mm. because there's so many that are men killing women because they don't do what the man wants yeah no that I thought that was very interesting how and how she describes the films from the 30s that that the interiors are very as important as the clothes really and also that conversations that people talk a lot in those films yes they do and I think that's really interesting yes. yeah yeah no, it's just so good. Yeah. It's just everything is so good. And I like all her jewellery as well. That's like true. She has those huge pendants. And also there's like a point where she's, I did write it down, I can't find it, where she has those like huge rings that are very sort of 60s, early 70s with, you know, bright jewels in. But there's a point where she's not so confident, where, where she has smaller rings, I felt. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And then, then it goes back to her having this enormous red yes. pendant. Yes, exactly, mm. exactly. And it's so, like, hilariously, brilliantly chilling when Trish starts to realise oh. what's gone wrong, that, that it was it was Elaine who had an affair with her husband who drove, drove him to suicide. It's so brilliant when she goes to return. Is it? It's the ring, isn't it, that she goes yes. to return and goes back to Elaine's apartment and is going to just put it down in the living room and then for some reason mm -hmm. goes into the bedroom. And it's so brilliant the way she puts Elaine's lipstick on and like mag magical tingly music yes. plays. And then from there on, you just know she's going to put her pink lingerie on yes. and her negligee and start lounging about. Yeah. And I, I really didn't see... I really didn't see the ending coming. I I didn't no, expect that. I didn't. I didn't. It's really no. I really yeah. It's just such a good film. Yeah. It's just so good, and I do feel I need to watch it several more yeah. times to drink it all in. Yeah, definitely. I I me too. I just just one other. I mean, they're just. I just love the text as well. I will stop in a second, but I just wanted to say this one other thing that I just absolutely love when when Elaine what? when Elaine says, "I didn't know this town was hostile to witches." <laughs> that, was, that was so good. Good. Yeah, yeah. That was so good because that because I do think it's also it's very much a film that's about being cast 
uh, in the role of otherness by other True, people. Yes, but but there's an inner logic to what you're doing, and that you know, okay, you shouldn't go around killing people. That's not good. No, but it's like the you know, there's nothing wrong with being a witch. No, but. The way they turn on her at one oh, point God, is that's really ter- disgusting chilling, and scary. Chilling, yeah. I couldn't really bear to watch no, that bit. Me neither. That was horrible. Mm. And you can see how that that connects to then her reactions mm. because she's being treated like that. Yeah. And I think there's like a deeper subtext and message within the film. No, definitely, definitely. You know, mm. yeah. Yeah, I just want to go... Cause, because there's a feature-length film called viva, viva yeah before this which we need to watch exactly now. yeah definitely yeah definitely so so i think that's our homework yes that's our homework well so thanks again for well thank you to fruji for sending this yeah. amazing link that's opened a whole new world to us and and i think we need a shopping expedition just to find makeup products yes that well, because I know you said you weren't wearing makeup anymore, but I feel you have to. Yeah, oh, I, it I do now. I, I have to get back into it. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going to do research on that. Okay. All right. Speak bye to bye. you soon. Bye. Bye.